It could have possibly happened. But going out there at 2 a.m. for a Subway sandwich? Then two white, racist, homophobic Trump supporters recognized a black guy from Empire? A all-black show? <laughs> it sounds crazy. We're talking about the Jesse Smollett attack on the 20-Minute Morning Show for Friday, February 1st. Forty million Americans trapped in sub-zero temperatures. At least 13 deaths are now blamed on this frigid cold. Chicago with wind chills hitting 41 below zero. Drivers facing whiteout conditions in Mansville, New York. They're talking about in some parts of the Northeast that some of the families going to have to turn down their thermostats. Everybody's trying to keep warm. They may run out of natural gas over the weekend because of these bitterly cold temperatures. So everybody stay as warm as you can. Welcome to the 20 Minute Morning Show. I'm your host, BJ Murphy. Today, we got so much to talk about. The Super Bowl is coming up this weekend. We're talking about Jesse Smollett. We're talking about that attack in Chicago. Did it happen or didn't it happen? Jesse Smollett, one of the stars of the hit show Empire, is still recovering from that alleged attack. This morning, Chicago police are asking the public's help in identifying the two people of interest seen here. The duo, captured on surveillance video, is wanted for questioning in an alleged attack on actor Jesse Smollett, who stars on the hit TV show, Empire. While video does not capture an encounter, detectives are taking this development seriously and wish to question individuals as more cameras are being reviewed. Police say they have poured over hundreds of hours of video so far. Authorities say Smollett told them two men wearing ski masks assaulted him near his downtown apartment building early Tuesday, placed a thin rope around his neck and poured a substance on him. Authorities say the actor was still wearing the rope and shirt when officers arrived at his apartment. Somebody is lying about this daggone thing. I don't believe this this happened. We're talking about uh, Jesse Smollett, a star of Empire, walking in the middle of the night in downtown Chicago. No cameras have caught anything on uh, record. They went through 100 hours of video, and they can't find nothing but two silhouettes of some black dudes walking downtown Chicago under the bridge. I don't believe it happened. How do you know they're black? I, from the silhouette, I know. I know the uh, the, the uh, physique of a black man. Those are two brothers. Okay. They, they ain't no white men. Those two. What the heck are you, the Green Mile? <laughs> no, I know how we look. That those are not white men. Those are. So they had a little swag to their walk. Yeah, the swag. It has a swag. It has a swag. One of okay. the brothers had a hoodie on. I thought it was a still image. Yeah, it was a still image, and it looked like two black men. It's not. They're not white dudes. So you think he made it up? Yeah. If it did happen and it was it was motivated by race or homosexuality, of course, you know, we, we would all have to agree that that's just wrong, you know. Yeah. But the, fl the flip side, if he made this up, it's like, for what reason are you making this up? What is the point? It doesn't make any sense that you don't have any video footage, all right? Now, he said that he was on the phone when this happened with his manager, right? And the manager right. said, I heard everything. I heard them say, uh, this is MAGA country. I heard the whole thing. Now, Jesse won't even give up his phone so that the police can go in there and see if that actually took place. He won't even give up his phone. Would it be wise for him to give up that phone? You don't know what else is on there. 
Yeah, but but if he wants the people caught, cooperate with the police. What do you have to hide, brother? This is a national story. So you said that two guys kicked your ass in the middle of the night. And then, you know, then the crazy part about it, I don't know if y'all heard this, but they said they, they got him on camera walking back to his apartment with the noose around his neck like he was wearing a necktie. And then when they got to when the police got hold on hold on hold on hold on when they got to his apartment to go check on him, he had the damn noose around his neck. Okay, so maybe he didn't want to disturb the evidence. Man, who the hell? BJ, I know they're just trying to discredit him because he's gay and he's black. I'm not saying whether it happened or not. This whole episode does not make sense. All the I used to live in Chicago. And I know about where that area is. They got cameras everywhere in downtown Chicago, y'all. They went through 100 hours of video, and they can't find. They show where the attack was and how many cameras they had just in that little uh, alleyway. And they can't find nothing. This is DJ Leonard Remix Roy, born and raised in Chicago. Chicago police viewed video from multiple sources. Chicago police video, Chicago Transit Authority video, and video from all of the businesses along the route that Jesse said he walked and he was attacked on. They have viewed all of that video, and you know what they found? No video to support his story. And you all that are like in Chicago or born and raised in Chicago, you all know how video goes on the north side. Northside is video heavy for two reasons. One, businesses do not want to get sued over no bullshit because they're making money on the north side of Chicago. And two, to get people arrested for coming around at their businesses on bullshit. Could it be that they erased the incident? It could be, Sean. Off the surveillance? I'm just... But why would somebody do that? I I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what? It don't make no sense. I, I want to get stupid. the benefit of the doubt until we can prove it otherwise. I want you to hear what Lucius said. No, nah, what, what did Lucius say? Okay, here's Terrence Howard, a.k.a. Lucius, the tough guy. He will forgive these people for what they did. And we cannot forget their actions. They have to be forgiven because it was done out of ignorance. He's going to pray for the people that did this to him. See? I didn't know that. Now that's starting to sound a little skeptical. Yeah, that sounds know? stupid. Why you? Who, why, you know, what's wrong with black people? They always want. They always want to forgive somebody when they try to kill them. Oh, we, oh, we forgive mm-hmm. you. We're gonna pray for you. Black people got a serious sick disease, man. No, maybe he found God. That's a forgiveness. Would you I forgive know, somebody that, that tried way. to put a? Would you forgive somebody that poured a strange liquid on you and put a noose around your neck and kicked your ass in the middle of the night? Hell no. I kind of people like, I'm telling you, I wouldn't, but maybe he he found uh, another light. I don't know what the man found. Why are you so sure it didn't happen? That's what I don't understand. It's like you is it's like you taking it personal. No, I'm just saying. Why that are you so sure it didn't happen? I, I'm positive it didn't happen because they can't find any video footage of it. But the question comes back to what benefits him for claiming this and it not happen. Because you a star, you know they're going to investigate you. Just like that man in the White House, he was dumb enough to believe they weren't going to investigate him. Why would this man be stupid enough to uh, think that they weren't going to investigate the whole situation? That just don't make no good sense, BJ. Let, 
let me ask you this question, DJ. Why isn't his word good enough for you? I just have this sense of things sometimes, and I usually go with my gut. And I'm telling you that it just don't sound right. It doesn't make any sense. They can't find any video. After 100 hours of watching all the video, he won't give up his cell phone to cooperate. He said he was on the phone with his manager, and they want to get the phone to verify it. He won't give it up. It just doesn't make any sense. I mean, this is serious. I mean, somebody put a noose around my neck, and they were screaming out, make America great again, pour some kind of liquid on me, and no, I won't give up no, my cell phone? Wait a minute, BJ. Is it normal procedure for the police to ask a victim for their cell phone? It, it's like they're making it into a criminal investigation. They want to mm-hmm. verify things. You know, when you when you have a story, and that just tell you right there that they saying, well, something ain't right here. Give me your cell phone so we can verify that you were actually on the phone no, with him. No, I wouldn't have gave him my phone. I mean, I could have sent them the information if, if they would have asked that. No, nah, man, say, give us the damn phone. phone. No. Give us the damn phone, man. Just give us the phone and we'll verify everything, okay? If it happened, you ain't got nothing to worry about. What are you What are you hiding? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I will say this much. There have been situations in the past where, quote, unquote, the police had the information and all of a sudden other things got leaked out. So I, I would be a little cautious of that, too. Right. Well, right now it's stacking up that this this didn't happen from my investigation. All right, y'all, this is BJ Murphy on the 20-Minute Morning Show. Coming up, we're going to talk about Gladys Knight performing at the Super Bowl and also B. Smith. You know B. Smith, the famous black woman who built an empire of a business, a great restaurant called B. Smith's in Harlem, New York. We're going to talk about her because she's suffering from Alzheimer's and her husband has moved another woman in the house. And I don't know if B. Smith actually knows what's going on because she does have Alzheimer's. We'll talk about that right after the news. Good morning. It's February 1st, Black History Month, and I'm Alexander Caden with UIN, Urban Internet News Uncut. Stacey Abrams is taking her voting rights campaign to the airwaves during the Super Bowl. Abrams' political group has purchased time on a Georgia TV station during Sunday's NFL broadcast so the Atlanta Democrat can push for election law changes. It's been a year since Stephon Clark, an unarmed black man, was shot and killed in Sacramento, California. Now his family has filed a lawsuit against California's capital city police officers involved in the shooting. The suit seeks at least $20 million in damages and was filed on behalf of Mr. Clark's two sons, his parents, and his grandparents. Michelle Obama has made it crystal clear she's not running for president in 2020. However, she's still a top candidate among Democratic voters even over people who have announced. According to a new poll by the Washington Post, Michelle Obama comes in at sixth among potential and declared Democratic candidates higher than Elizabeth Warren and Julian Castro. Joe Biden was the person most often chosen by 9% of Democratic-leaning voters, followed by Kamala Harris with 8%, each getting more support than any other named candidate. You've been listening to UIN Uncut. For more news and information for and about people of color, visit our website at uinews.net. Okay!
know, you can listen to the 20 Minute Morning Show on any podcasting platform Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, Google Podcasts, Apple iTunes, Radio Public, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Anchor.fm, and SoundCloud. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and get every episode of the 20 Minute Morning Show. Hey, Sunday, you wanted to talk about B. Smith. You know, she's the famous uh, restaurant owner, B. Smith's in New York City's uh, famous restaurant. She now has Alzheimer's, and uh, mm-hmm. she and her husband have a certain kind of weird arrangement. It seems like he has got a white woman. <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> he got a white woman that's a girlfriend, and B. Smith's still living, living in the house. Living in the house with him. She's living in the house. <laughs> but because. Because okay. she got Alzheimer's. got Alzheimer's. Yeah, she got Alzheimer's. He, he is doing that a... right? Or that... I, I think that's wrong. That's I crazy, mean... man. Okay, I get it. She cannot perform maybe the wifely duties. But to bring the chick up, the side chick in the house? Right. Come you, on, You have man. to be a sorry woman to come lay up in that woman's house. That's right. But what about yeah, him, though, I... Sean? What kind of man is he? B. Smith, she built these businesses, and now she got Alzheimer's. And now he got this woman living in the house with them. Call her what she is, the side chick. Side chick. Let's be honest. He got the side chick up in the crib. And they and B think that's a friend in there. Yeah. That's wrong. It's wrong. Now, you know, and I would love to support my brother in many ways. And I and I could say, well, I understand your wife is sick to have another I, I might can understand that. But to bring her up in the house, bro, that's just wrong, man. I think as a husband, he should have covered her better than that. Okay, you want to do your dirt? All right, you a man. I, I I can't speak on that. But to have this woman up in the house, to take pictures publicly, like, you know, and be just don't, none the wiser, sitting there teasing and smiling, like, oh, this is our friend. Bruh, that's wrong. What do you do about your sexual desires? when your wife can't perform and you still in your like 60s and you still, you know, you got it going on, you want to have sex. I mean, what is he supposed to do? Well, that's a double-fold question because can she never perform again or are we just talking about a temporary thing? Now, if it's temporary, you got to do what you got to do. But if it's long term, I understand if he's still at his still sexual prowess and he needs someone else in knowing that no, she will not be able to help him. Yeah, you you might have to go get a side chick. I don't have a problem with that. I have a problem that he put in her face. She's supposed to be your wife regardless of whether she can perform sexually or not. Right. But it, you're supposed listen, to have that I'm not, type of I'm not respect for your wife. That, Sean. I'm not uh-huh. disagreeing. But come on. All right. Let me put you in that scenario. You married to a man, you loved him and all that. But you still, you know, you 40-something, 50 at your prowess. You at the peak of womanhood. You hot and bothered all the time, and he can't perform. And you know he'll never, ever be able to perform again. You just going to sit there and let all that hotness just go to waste? If he's my husband and I love him, if I feel like that having sex is more important than me being his wife, then I have to divorce my husband. Why? But why you just don't exactly? disrespect your wife and it's sleep not. around on her. Sean, you are not taken away from your wifeliness. You still his wife. I'm not his wife if I'm sleeping with another man. Can your wife sleep with another man? 
If I cannot perform, regardless of your shortcomings, not just perform well, anything well, that you, she's missing. To insinuate with that shortcoming. No, no, Sunday. <laughs> I'm saying anything that she's missing that she feels like you don't provide because I know it's probably a lot that she needs that you don't have. And I'm not just I'm not trying to be funny, but I'm just saying that out of any relationship, it's certain things that a man needs and a woman needs that sometimes your spouse can't provide. Right. Is it okay I, for you to go out and get that from somewhere else? Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. If y'all can talk about it, if y'all can work on it, that's one thing. But she's at a state where, you know, she can't do anything for it. So, no, I'm not saying go out and cheat by any means. I believe the married spouse is strong. But this man still got desires. He's still a human being. Well, that's what you know, that's where even the Bible lets you have a concubine. Well, that's where for better huh? or for worse comes into play, right? So because it's not going to get any better, you're just going to go do something worse? <laughs> Hello. He is not mistreating his wife, right? He has. He just. Uh, he just had a desire. Emotionally, and, and he's, just, he's mistreating well, well, her. The world we live in now, everybody's trying to get their own desire off. Well, Sunday, let me ask, let me answer this question for you. You might as well forget about a concubine. You can't afford no damn concubine. They have you broke by the end of the week. All them sisters <laughs> in there. <laughs> <laughs> The Super Bowl is this weekend in Atlanta, and despite the NFL boycott, we still have some black artists that are going to perform, and everybody's saying, why is Gladys Knight singing the Star Spangled Banner? Why is Travis Scott performing? Why is Big Boy going to be on stage performing, disrespecting the sacrifice that my brother Colin Kaepernick made by kneeling down, protesting police shootings of unarmed black men? They're going to get on stage anyway. And Gladys Knight is proud to be a part of the Super Bowl this year. Listen to it. And I'm in Georgia singing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. I hope that this anthem will touch people in a different way. We've been singing it forever. But this time, I would hope that they would feel it so deeply that it would lift them to a higher place. That's what I feel when I sing this song. I wish. Martin Luther King Jr. could come alive. I wish he probably would float up on that stage and slap her with the power of Tim Malcolm X. What's so proudly at the twilight. In a Sports Illustrated magazine article, Gladys Knight says she's going to be there to sing the national anthem to give it back its voice, whatever that means. Look, well, let me ask the question why mm -hmm. we always feel that? We have to be the participant to everybody getting along. I have yet to see anybody from over across the color line to reach out and say how we need to all just get along. And like I was saying last week, that they just wanted to humiliate the movement because they could ask any white entertainer to perform. Why did they have to ask Gladys Knight? I'm going to tell you, though, the Rams, I don't even think they need to be there. Yeah, Everybody saw the play that the refs missed in the new 
Orleans game. Right. That was a clear foul. It was a clear interference. Nobody threw the flag, not even a late flag. They allowed that to happen so the Los Angeles Rams could be in the Super Bowl. They hadn't been in the Super Bowl. I don't, I can, you can't even tell me when last time. So it's a scenario, the LA market, market number two versus New England, Tom Brady and Los Angeles. But LA is bigger, right, man. Yeah. They allowed that to happen, bro. Hey, when that play happened, Roger Goodell and all the folks at the NFL executive office said, oh, well, <laughs> we get ready to get paid now. <laughs> 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 All right. Thank you all for listening to the 20 Minute Morning Show, a product of Inside Urban Media, written and produced by B.J. Murphy from our studios in Charlotte, North Carolina. Please use the share button, subscribe and post on your social media. Help us grow our show. The 20 Minute Morning Show can be heard on the following podcasting platforms. You can listen to us on Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, Google Podcasts, Apple iTunes, Radio Public, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Anchor.fm, and SoundCloud. I want to thank our morning show contributors, Sean Sunday, AK, our producer, Marjan Parham, Camille Brooks. You can listen to the 20 Minute Morning Show Monday through Friday. We're available for download at 6 a.m. every morning. Thank you. Have a good Super Bowl weekend. Go Rams. It's the 20-Minute Morning Show. Peace, y'all.